God, we're asking you into this midst tonight. God, we want to be used of you. We want you to use us tonight to do your will. Praise God. It's good to be here tonight. It's good to feel the presence of the Lord, isn't it? I just love Jesus. Amen. I want to talk to you tonight on the subject, where art thou? Where art thou? Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. It says, the eyes, you're talking about Adam and Eve, said the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because uh, I was naked and hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree thereof that I have commanded thee, that thou shouldest not eat? Once again, I want to talk to you on the subject, Where art thou? Where art thou? Lord, I love you. And praise you, Jesus, for this day. I thank you, Lord, for your, your word. I thank you, Lord, for the ability to bring your word. I'm going to ask you as your servant, Lord, to help me to bring your word to your people this evening. And God, I'm going to give you the praise and the glory and the honor. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? You may be seated. I'm sure that there were many times that God went down to the Garden of Eden and he called out to Adam praise God, and began to correspond with Adam. I'm kind of wondering if maybe God had a body or robed himself in a body, because uh, how else would he have responded to Adam? Uh, you think, well, maybe he responded. I've read things where it says he responded like lightning from heaven. Well, if that's the case, Adam couldn't have hid. But obviously, God had taken some kind of form. Probably, it could have even been what Jesus would have looked like when he walked on earth and walked through the garden and talked to Adam because Adam thought he could hide from him. He took the eyes of what uh, this body had, obviously, and thought that that's the only eyes that existed in God. But we know that God knew where he was, but God would come down in the, in the cool of the day evening, and he would walk there. Praise God. Day after day after day, he would walk, and he would talk, or he would sit, and he would commune with Adam. And he would talk with Adam and Eve, and there was a lot of correspondence there. And uh, Adam probably, he told Adam how he created the heavens and the earth. He told Adam how he did all that. Adam told Moses eventually, and Moses wrote it in Genesis. And so uh, God or Moses found it from God, one or the other, however you want to see it. But the thing of it is, amen, God spent time with Adam. But then there came this day when all of a sudden that God came down and he began to look for Adam. But Adam was watching for him and hiding. And God began to call, Adam, where art thou? Adam, where art thou? And this time he hid. Where art thou? Praise God. You see, God knew all along that where Adam was, the problem was he wanted Adam to know where he was. It was the fact that God wanted Adam to know where he was. God wanted them, praise God, to ask the question, where am I? What is my state? What is my situation? And you know it's a question that God is asking today. Where are you? 
Praise God. The Word of God is constantly asking you, where aren't you? Because in this life, we can constantly get away from the things of God. And God is constantly asking us, where are you? Where are you at? Praise God. What's your situation? You see, to know where I'm going and to know where I've been, I have to know where I'm at. Praise God. To know where I'm going in this life and to know where I have been, it all bases on the fact of where I'm at, praise God, in this life. Amen. To know if something needs to be fixed, you got to know that it's broken. To know that, praise God, that you are lost. You have to, uh, to know you need salvation. I'm sorry. You know you've got to be lost. You've got to come to the realization of being lost. You can look and think when you look at Calvary. And when you look at the salvational message, you can think, oh my, Jesus died for the world. And we sing that song, Jesus died for the world. But it's different when you come to the realization that Jesus died for me. He died for me on that cross, praise God. He hung there for me, amen. Your mind is not on everybody else. It's at that state where God cries out, even today, where art thou? Now I'm preaching to all of you, praise God. And every one of you know where you're at. You know what you're dealing with. You know what you've done. You know, praise God, uh, where you're going. You know, many years ago, I met a man, and uh, he uh, had white uh, spots on his glasses. And uh, I was just playing with him a little bit. And I said to him, I said, um, let me see your eyes. I said, you have been painting. It has been white paint. And he had secretly told no one that he was painting his mother's kitchen while she was gone. And so all of a sudden, I said, Look me in the eye so that I can read the rest. I was just giving him a hard time. He was embezzling from his insurance company, and he wasn't going to look at me. I found out later what it was. Praise God. But I was telling him, I was like, look me in the eye, and, and I'm going to tell. I never dreamed the impact I had on him till years later. Somebody had met him. And, well, I, I did tell him. I said, you know, by the way, you got splotches of white paint on your glasses. You better get them off. It's going to give you a headache. Praise God. And he told someone later, he said, oh, my God, he freaked me out because his eyes are so good he could see that. But we all know where we're at. We all know within ourselves. Praise the Lord. Preachers, they get ideas. God gives them little thoughts, ideas. But he does not really, to me, he does not bear it down on a person. But we all know where we're at today. God is calling out to us, and he's saying, where art thou? Where art thou? He never called Adam out. Adam, you're behind the pear tree. Eve, you're behind the peach tree. Get out here. He never called them out. He said to them, where art thou? He wanted them to come to the realization of repentance. He wanted them to come to the realization of where they're at. And to get to God, you have to realize where you're at. Repentance is coming to the place of understanding that you are lost and that you need a Savior, praise God. <coughs> and, and God is constantly saying to you, where, <coughs> excuse me, where art thou? Where art thou? Where art thou? Praise God. 
Because you see, repentance is godly sorrow. It's telling God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry. It's not a regret for a punishment. You know, Adam, when the Lord called him out of there and said, we didn't call him out. When, When Adam finally came out and God said, where art thou, Adam? Where art thou, Adam? And Adam came out on his own. And Adam said, praise God unto the Lord. God says, what have you done? Well, I, I, feel, I feel shame. And God said, well, it's because of your sin. What have you eaten? Have you done wrong? And Adam's like, yeah. What would have been like if Adam would have said to God, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I kind of played with that in my mind tonight. I don't know, Brother Corsi, Brother Wood. I, I don't know, Brother uh, Gary Allen. I don't know, or Allen, uh, Conrad. I don't know if God would have said, I forgive you, let's move on. I don't know, praise God, since sin didn't cover all of humanity at that point. Humanity was not there. But Adam did not do that. Adam would not say he was sorry. Adam did not repent. The very first sin would not repent. He turned and he said, the woman you gave me. Praise God. Like I told the church today, amen, I don't blame any wife who's sarcastic with her husband. Adam would not take the blame. He gave it to Eve. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Adam would have been better to say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me, God. I don't know what God would have done, but he didn't do that. God said unto Adam, where art thou? We still struggle with the same fault today. Praise the Lord. When God is calling, the Bible said it is not the will of God that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God is calling this whole world. Everyone in this world, someone says, what about those that may not know about salvation? I promise you one thing. If somebody desires salvation, God will make sure he will get it to them. If he has to translate a prophet from the middle of a city out into the middle of a desert to talk to them, he will make sure that they will know. But God is constantly today saying, where art thou? And it's not just salvation. He constantly is saying to the church today, every one of us, because none of us is fully sanctified. We all got situations that we're dealing with. And God is saying to our hearts, where art thou? Where are you at? What's your situation? Praise God. 1 Corinthians 1 and 18 says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God unto salvation. Then on verse 21 says, It pleased God by the fullness of preaching to save them that believe. When God called out to Adam that day, out of his voice, he said, Where art thou, Adam? Today we have the word of God that's doing that very same thing. We've got anointed preachers who are getting in the pulpit and who are preaching the word of the Lord. Praise God. And saying, Amen. Thus saith God. And God is speaking through them. Where art thou tonight? 
Where are you at tonight? What is your situation tonight? Praise God. It is the Word of God. John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. In the beginning of the earth was the Word of God, with God, and was God. And verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. This King James Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the Word of God. And God is speaking to us. He is trying to talk to us. And he is constantly saying, where art thou? Where art thou? Praise God. Where are you at? Amen. Where are you at? You're not where you're supposed to be. Where are you at? What is your situation? Hebrews 2 or 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and Sharper than any two-edged sword. You know, there's a lot of things about a two-edged sword. A two-edged sword will cut faster than a one-edged sword. A two-edged sword is because that sword will take away all your sin, but that sword will also bring judgment upon you. It is a two-edged sword. Amen. And that sword will, will, will cut between uh, piercing and dividing between the soul and the spirit. Praise God. And that is between you and your soul. It will take away, amen, your desires. It will take away your uh, <clears throat> struggles. It will take away everything from you. The Word of God can help you rid yourself of sin, rid yourselves of addictions, rid yourselves of hatred, rid yourselves of unforgiveness, rid yourselves of anything. That Word of God can do that. Praise God. If you apply that word, that word will go in deep, the Bible says. Like a sword, it'll cut it out. The, the joints and the marrow and the discerning, even the discerning of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Praise God. Where you struggle with your intents to do things, that word of God will come in. But the Bible, the word of God is constantly saying, where art thou? <clears throat> where art thou? We can't hide <coughs> from the things of God. We can't hide from the presence of God. Adam and Eve hid. They hid. They knew God was coming and they hid. They hid from the presence of the Lord. They hid from the things of God. No one can say it any better than Jesus. In John 3 and 18, he said, just Think of what Jesus is saying. Picture him on that road that day or on that hillside as he's talking to them. <clears throat> this is what he said. He that believeth on me is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Do you realize that God does not condemn us? We condemn ourselves. The woman that was found at the well Jesus said unto her, who condemns you? And she said, I've got no man to condemn thee. And he said, neither do I condemn thee, but go and sin no more. Do you realize that condemnation comes from us? We condemn ourselves. 
Praise God. Jesus says, if you don't follow him, you're condemned already. I don't have to condemn you. You're condemned already. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light. Praise God. Adam and Eve, when they were hiding, amen, they would not come out because they knew that Jesus would look upon them. They were shameful for their sins. Amen. They would not come out. Tonight, Jesus is doing the same thing. Jesus is saying, where art thou? Where art thou? And what he's saying to you is, if there's anything that you have inside you that you need to get clean, God is saying, where art thou? What are you dealing with? What is your situation? Let me help you. Let me work with you. Because verse 21 says, but he that doeth, uh, he that doeth cometh to the light, and his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought or made right in God. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you tonight. Amen. Jesus is still calling. Where art thou? You know, so many times God will talk to us about something. And then we will, I'll take care of that later. I'll do that later. I'm a big one for not saying I'll do that later. Because I know later will never come. Praise the Lord. I have people in the business that say, when you get a chance. I said, no, it will never get a chance. I'm going to write it down. We're going to do it. Praise God. Amen. And sometimes God will show you something that you need. He'll, he'll show you, amen, what you need. And you know that. And you say, I'm going to, I'll deal with that later. Maybe tonight there's something God has talked to your heart and said, you know what? Where art thou? And you're saying, Lord, I'm ashamed of that. Lord, I'm ashamed. Praise God of that. Amen. And the Lord says, okay, let's deal with that. And you say, Lord, I will, but let me do it later. James 1 and 22 says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The problem is we deceive our own self. Praise God. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, <laughs> he is likened to a man who beholded his natural face in a glass. I got to tell you this one. Praise God. I bought this new toothpaste. It is for sensitive teeth, and it also is supposed to make your teeth white. But that toothpaste is as black as coal. And one morning I was sitting eating breakfast, and that black lips was on my face, praise God, from the toothpaste. And the, wait the waitress said, you, you know you got black lips today. And I'm like, what? Praise God. I did not know. Sometimes We'll, <laughs> we'll look into the mirrors. Amen. And we forgetteth what kind, what kind of face we have. Jesus said to them, he said, you look into the face, in the actual face, in the glass. For he beholdeth himself, and he goeth away, and straightway he forgetteth what manner of man he was. Praise God. I'm telling you tonight. Amen. When God calls you out and says, where art thou? When he says, where art thou? And you, he call, you come out. Amen. And God deals with you. Don't put him off. 
If there's something tonight that you've got to deal with, amen, you deal with it before God. You tell God you're sorry. Praise God. You lay that thing down. Because in verse 9, And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And Adam said, I've heard thy voice. And he said, I've heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Praise God. I was afraid to come to you, Lord. I had fear of coming to you, Lord. I want you to know tonight that you don't have to be afraid of God for whatever it is. I don't care how long you've lived for God, how long you've walked with God, and how long you've talked with God. God's word is constantly saying to you, where art you? Where art thou? Where are you at? Praise God. What is your situation? Where are you at tonight? Let's stand. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Where are you at? Where art thou? Where art thou? Examine your hearts tonight. It's a good time to check them. As God is reaching out to you out of this message, He's saying to you, where art thou? Praise God. He knew where Adam was. He knew where Eve was. He knew where they were. But you see, that wasn't the important part. The important part was, did they know where they were? Did they know where they were? I am a true believer that every one of us in here tonight know whether we're saved or whether we're lost. And I am of a belief that if I ever wondered a little bit about my salvation, I'd be hitting this altar until I was sure of my salvation. Because let me tell you something tonight. Your salvation is based upon your faith. You can receive the Holy Ghost. You can be baptized in His name. You can be living a holy life. But if you don't have the faith that God's going to save you, you're as lost as if you'd have never done it. You've got to know in your heart and believe in your heart, I am saved. There are people who will stand toe to toe and confess, I know I'm saved. I know I'm saved. And then you ask them about something in the scripture. And it's kind of contrary to what they believe. And they look at that. And they, get a, they know in their mind there's nothing, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. But they go right back to, I know I'm saved. I know I'm saved. Praise God. Amen. And God is still constantly calling out, where are thou? We're going to open these altars up tonight. I didn't preach long for a purpose because all God wanted you to know was he's saying to you tonight where art thou and every one of us needs to just take a moment before this week starts check our hearts and say God where am I where am I with you where am I with my relationship with you because God I want you to be able to come down and to be able to talk to me and I don't want to have to feel ashamed. I don't want to have to feel bad. I don't want to have to feel down and out. I want to be able to lift my head up and say, I love you, Lord. It's good to have you here today. 
Open up these altars. Come on. Where art thou? Let's come up and just take a moment and check into it. Where art thou, Lord? Where art thou? Where art thou? 